Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Rasina. Glad to have you here with me today. Thank you for joining. Listen, the higher your calling, the bigger your goals in alignment with your potential, the bigger the struggle, the bigger the obstacle, the bigger the adversity, the bigger the demon and the devils that are going to come after you. You have to, it's like if, if you want to go to higher levels in a video game, the boss gets harder at the end of the level every, as the levels progress, right? Wow, that's a big buzzard. <laughs> Whoa, he's got the red head and everything. Those things are creepy. Big uh, turkey vulture, a buzzard back there was eating a, something dead on the side of the road. But <clears throat> it's always a nature walk with you guys in the morning out here in Maine. I mean, Maine's beautiful, dude. Maine is so beautiful. There's so much, I mean, just where we live off of, we're on this private, for those of you that really don't know my situation, I know we've got a lot of new viewers recently. Um, I live up in Maine, Southern Maine, so uh, about 20 minutes out, 20, 25 minutes outside of Portland, east of Portland into, you know, more of the center, southern part of Maine, in a little town called Wyndham, and uh, we're out in the sticks, we're on 10 acres off of a private road, um, so you kind of... You're driving through, you get off River Road, there's like another road that takes you out into the country, then another road that takes you deeper into the country, and then off that road <clears throat> is our road, Noble. <coughs> and uh, so we're on a private road out in the middle of nowhere, and I I love it. I absolutely love it. Bang gets to just run all day long, just run, run, run. The chickens and the ducks just get to have a blast. Ada's outside every day in the sun with their little feet in the dirt, and it's just, uh, it's a blessing being out here. My wife found this place. Dude, we scooped this place and didn't even look at it. Isn't that funny? Uh, when I was in the insurance business, uh, I was asked to take over the Northeast Territory. So <clears throat> I'm like, where do I want to live in the Northeast? I couldn't go to Mass just because of regulations with the insurance business. So it was like my, my choices were like New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont. And uh, I settled on Maine and my wife just got online, boom, found this place, contacted the seller, and it was done. We didn't even come and look at it. We just showed up. I can remember driving out here because um, we got one of those pods to drop all of our stuff off. And I can remember driving out here with my car just full. I think she was taking a different car, the bigger car, and just hoping there would be a house here. But anyways, all that goes to say, uh, welcome to the nature walk, but let's get back on topic. So, I went the wrong way. I'm an idiot. Going to the wrong, go to the wrong gym. Uh, <clears throat> the bigger your goals, the bigger the devils. And the more potential you have to do good, the more potential. You ever notice how people like that are not very good people? Things just seem to work out for them. Well, that's because, or things just seem to work out for them. That's because they're operating in the world system, and the devil wants them to win. But. He that is in us is greater than he than greater than he that is in the world. <clears throat> We've already won the victory. And this is Jesus' kingdom. <clears throat> you know, our perception of time just hasn't caught up yet. It just doesn't appear that way to us physically in the physical realm, but it's already won. It's already done. <laughs> Jesus secured that victory for us when he went to the gates of hell and took the keys, you know, and he he defeated death and hell uh, when he was killed, murdered here on earth. 
uh, by the Pharisees and the Jews. Whoa, can't say that. <laughs> I'm going to end up dead on the side of the road because I said the Jews killed Jesus, which is just historically factual information. It wasn't the Romans. The Romans were, see, people will try to say it was Rome, Rome, it was the Romans. Well, no, no, he was handed over. The Romans were the governing power at the time. Romans had control. So they had to go to the Romans to execute the judgment that they wanted. Remember, they had the choice between Barnabas, who was a violent criminal, and Jesus and all the Jews. I mean, Pontius Pilate was like, please pick Barnabas and washed his hands of it. He literally went over and when the crowd picked Jesus and said, crucify him, Pontius Pilate went over and washed his hands and said, ah, I'm this, uh, this, your blood, this blood is on your hands. And they said, yes, we welcome it. But that's for a different day. That's for a different day. But anyways, I've noticed that the more good I do and the more things that work out for me that allow me to do more good, the more ridiculous the attacks get. Like, that just, I can't even, I can't get into details yet. So at some point uh, in the next year when I've won what I need to win, um, which I will, um, I'm gonna. I'm going to expose details and all kinds of information uh, about what I'm currently dealing. I. It's just. Just bear with me as I deal in ambiguity. Why are there just certain words I can't say? Say ambiguity. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have to be ambiguous. But uh, the the. The attacks on your life are just going to get wackier and wackier, and the and the and the things that people will do to you, and you got to understand it's not people. That's that's what I've learned through this process more than anything, is it's not people. They're demon influenced. It's the devil. It's the powers of darkness in the world that, without Jesus, would otherwise swallow you alive. So you have to understand that there is going to be a lot of trials, obstacles, and adversities as you improve and grow. Like people think when you improve and grow and you start to win, like things get easier. No, the the obstacles and the challenges get harder. We've talked about before how it's like lifting weights. At first, when you start to bench, you might only be able to do the bar. You know, I took Brent to the gym yesterday, finally came back to the gym with me, teach him how to lift some real weight again, but anyways, <laughs> you know, we went, we, we started to squat yesterday, and this is just purely comparison, I don't think Brent listens to this anyways, but, you know, Brent was doing, I think, the bar with two tens as a warm-up, you know, and I was doing 225, and our finishing sets, he was doing 135, I was doing 435. And Brent's like, dude, I haven't squatted since the last time you and I worked out. I'm like, see what happens when you don't work your legs? You don't make any improvements. Like if Brent would have put on 435 on the bar and try, I don't even think he could lift it up off the rack. But if he worked at it, he absolutely could within probably a year, year and a half. About as long as it took me because I know he works hard. So you build the muscle over time through the repetition. So like when you're going through obstacles and adversity a lot of times it seems to just hit you all at once treat it like repetitions in a set your life has oh this is such a good analogy life has sets right 
you're going to have rest and then you're going to have work periods where you're worked and put under pressure and strain and your muscles are ripped apart, right? And then you're going to have periods of rest where it's nice and calm and comfortable. So when you're going through, when you're going through it, look at it and treat it as if you're in a, in a set. All right, how many reps? Well, I don't know because I'm not God, but there's going to be some reps that need to be done. Just treat it like you're doing reps in a set. When you're going through obstacles, trials, adversities, what appear to be setbacks, things like that. And I always say what appear to be setbacks because a lot of times like negative things in our life work out positively for us. Negative things in our life work out positively for us more times than not if we learn the lessons and move forward, right? And sometimes negative things happen to us that we had nothing to do with, and that's fine. You just try to learn the lesson in those things anyways. The more that you believe that the universe is conspiring in your favor, the more that things will work out in your favor. When I made that mindset shift about two, three years ago, everything in my life got better. And even when it got more difficult, it still got better because your perspective is cleaner. You understand that everything is temporary. Everything is season. See, read the book of Ecclesiastes. There's a season for life. There's a season for death. There's a season for harvest. There's a season for planting. There's a season for war and a season for peace. A season for laughing. A season for crying. There are seasons in life. That is life. Life is hard. Life is difficult. And so many people stick in their victimhood mentality, their woe is me, nonsensical bullshit, and never get any, I can't tell you how many people I know, just sit around and victim, 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 victim. Dude, no matter what has happened to me, no matter who has attacked me, no matter what has been said or done, no matter how many setbacks or obstacles, I've always just tried to treat it as a blessing in disguise. And it usually works out that way. It usually works out that way. Like, I, I, can't, I can't even describe to you Like when some things happened and I had to, you know, leave the insurance business, I started in a staffing company and then some issues happened with that as a result of the reason that I had to leave the insurance company, then what happens? I got a huge buyout offer, a huge acquisition offer. It worked out so beautifully. And I I was able to put somebody who I love dearly, Stephanie, in charge of the company and leave and start doing something different. So we started a clothing line and had I not left the insurance company and started the staffing company, I wouldn't have met my partner, Tyler, who runs the clothing line with me. And if I hadn't met Tyler, who runs the clothing line with me, he wouldn't have have introduced me to our investment group that got me 20% returns last week. And if that, it's just, and if I wouldn't have been in that, I wouldn't have, there's so many connections I've made now, like how I just met my new tax accountant, how I met my lawyers, my lawyers who were gonna work with me for life, absolute sharks, animals. These guys got my back no matter what. All of these things that were negative at first turned into major positives, major wins, and major Ws. Which, like I said, it's got to be so frustrating for the hate. It's got to drive these people nuts. (laughs) 
And I love it. I love every second of it. You can just see it drives them nuts because there's just desperation everywhere. Just wild plays being called left and right. It's just crazy. More social media posts, more of this, more of that. It's just, it's just so obvious. You know what I mean? The desperation stinks. Um, and just everything has worked out so well. And will I expect things to maybe get harder going through this? And will, yeah, absolutely. I have no doubt. But at the, in the end, it's always going to work out in my favor. And how can you ensure that things will always work out in your favor? And that's be a good steward of the resources that God gives you. You've got to be a good steward of the resources that God gives you. I'm not spending, other than buying a gun maybe every other week, because that's my new passion and supplements for my body. I don't spend a whole lot of money anymore. I invest my money, I save my, I put it away, and then I donate a lot of it. I, I give very freely of what I have to people. You know, at church I tithe quite a bit weekly, quite a bit weekly. I'm not saying this to brag or boast, but I probably just tithe what most people make weekly. <clears throat> like what my biggest hater probably makes weekly is what I tithe. You know what I'm saying? And I, I shouldn't say that because that's, you know, now I'm just being arrogant, but it's, and I feel bad saying that. So I repent of what I just said publicly, but I just, just be a good steward of your resources. Be a good steward of your time. How do you spend your time? How do you spend your resources? Like, what do you do to help other people? There are just certain people that go through their whole lives. They don't help anybody else. They just tear everybody around them down. You know what I mean? Because they're unable to help anybody because their cup's so empty. Like, you don't you don't make it a point to try to tear other people apart if you're coming from a full cup. You know what I mean? <clears throat> You want to fill yourself with so much good that it just overflows in every area of your life. Like the best way to pour into others is to overflow yourself. And the way you overflow yourself is by spending time with God in the word, in prayer. That's number one. That's first and foremost. <laughs> That's so far above the other items on the top of the list. They're not even in the same stratosphere. Um, number two is what you do to your mind. And number three is how you take care of your body. If you have a strong spirit, a sound mind, and a strong body, I'm telling you right now, you're, gonna, you're just going to naturally pour into everybody around you. So many people go through their day-to-day -day interactions with their heads down, their eyes averted to the floor, very just short with other people, not confident, not friendly. It's because everybody around us is running on E. Everybody around us is running on E. Because they don't spend any time with the Lord. They don't spend any time in the Word. They don't spend any time on their minds. They don't spend any time on their bodies. So everybody's on E. Everybody's miserable. We need more people, as I've said in many other episodes, we need more people that are going to break the mold and start to do and say and act and just stand out from the crowd. and input. Like the, the, the ladies at the shake bar at the gym. They know me by name. They know my order. They know what to tip themselves because number one, I tip them well. I always greet them with a big, big smile and ask them how they're day. 
like I'm not saying that you should be good to other people to get favors, but anytime there's extra protein shake in the blender, guess who gets it? Me. Anytime there's a special on something, like anytime there's, you know, it's like everywhere we go, like the meat market that I go to, they always put the best cuts aside for me because they know on Friday I'm coming to pick up steaks for the week. And they always, hey, we got some A5 Wagyu here. We put some off to, we sold out, but we saved you too. Do you want them? Of course I do. Of course I do. Thank you, ladies. Here we got some center. We got this. We got this. Here we put some of these sausage we know you like. It's just you treat other people well and they will treat you well back. I know it's a crazy, absolutely absurd concept for most. But treat other people well and they will treat you well back. You will be well treated. Like everywhere Geneva and I eat out regularly, when like we ne- we're, no- we're known by name, especially when we're in Pittsburgh. When we're in Pittsburgh and we ate out like every other night. <laughs> There are just certain restaurants in Pittsburgh, like Napa Prime, where just like we were known, we got the best table, we were seated immediately, we got A1 service, they knew what our drinks were, they gave us the specials, you know, it's just, and it, it's just being a nice person. You don't need to have a whole lot of money. You just got to be a good person. That's it. Treat others well. So just understand, you are going to go through some major trials if you want to be very, very special. If you want to be a mold breaker, if you want to be an earth shaker, so to speak, I'm telling you, you better get ready to suffer. Be careful what you wish for. Everybody wants to do this and everybody wants to do that and everybody wants to be a winner and everybody wants to be a millionaire and everybody wants this and that. Do you? Do you really want it? Because we're going to find out. We're going to find out real quick. So, that's today's episode. I'm going to go hit some schizophrenic deadlifts now and scare the hell out of people at this gym. (laughs) All right. I love you guys. Let's get it.